Shotgun look Baker. Good snap, looking to his left, looking for the ball toward the end zone, toward Evans. He makes the catch. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Mike Evans. This is Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters. Hooters, the official wing joint since 1983. Now your co-hosts, former Buccaneers guard Ali Marpet and Bucks team reporter Casey Phillips. Welcome into Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters. We are here in the Hooters Owl's Nest, and I am joined by Ali Marpet, who's with me all year long, and we are so excited to be joined by wide receiver Devin Tompkins today. Devin, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. How you doing? Great. I mean, we're going to call you game-winning TD <laughs> DT. Yeah, I, I like, like that, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, everybody calls you DT, and now it's going to be TD DT. I like that. That's yeah. good. That's good. And how does it feel, man? Three and one, going to the bye week. NFC South champion leaders at this point. How does that feel? It feels great. Uh, you know, just getting that win, you know, and then being able to have, you know, a week off just to chill and soak it all in, you know, uh, felt great. And then, you know, being able to score my first touchdown in a game like that, that was uh, the best feeling ever, ever. I mean, I have to ask, I'm sure Casey had the question lined up, but, like, what are you doing with the ball? Like, where, where, <laughs> where, where is it going? Like, I know you have that yeah, lockdown. It's going to my mom for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, exactly. Collectively, our yeah. whole audience went, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, her and my, uh, well, my, really, my dad has, like, a little uh, trophy case of all of my, like, achievements and stuff like that growing up. So, probably end up putting it in there. Awesome. Yeah, well, now you got to get an, a second one. So mom and dad each get their own one, right? That's yeah, it. you got to get another <laughs> you touchdown. Get another yeah. One, yeah. Got a couple, want some for you, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> we just got to collect them for everywhere. Do you, how many footballs do you have, Allie, that, from different things? So I've got some it's, offensive linemen don't really get <laughs> I was thinking, I was... of, uh, balls, but we do get uh, sometimes collective game balls. Yeah. Uh, I've had coaches do it a couple different ways. Some will give like actual individual O line game balls if you like ball, offensive line balls out, yeah. but that's kind of mm-hmm. rare. Um, more often than not, it's like if we rush for like, you know, 200 yards, yards. yards. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I would love to hear also what it was like after the game. So I think a lot of fans see coach bowls, you know, in the media and things where he seems very reserved. And then now after a couple of these wins, we've seen that he's given this big, like yet loud. Yeah. Yell in, in the locker room. What has that been like for you guys? And what does it mean coming from a guy like him? And, and maybe is there a bowls that you guys see that a lot of people outside don't? And yeah, no, I was cool to see Coach Bowles like really like, you know, like be interactive with us like that, you know what I mean? And have that excitement too. And, uh, you know, he's just like, ever since I got here, you know, he's been, he's been really cool. Like I've, I've enjoyed him a lot. And, um, you know, just, like, I know he's, I know he's really proud of us and seeing the growth that we've had, like coming from last year to this year, you know, and it feels really good to get those wins and then hear him being able to do that in the locker room. That's really cool for real. That's great. I love that. And uh, yeah, it was your first touchdown of your career. Very big deal. Take us through uh, the play. Take us through what happened and, and how it felt in the moment, especially the significance of it in the game. Yeah, no, I felt great. I mean, uh, really, I kind of messed the play up too a little bit. <laughs> That's <laughs> always how it happens <laughs> every time. Yeah, this I did. So I ran into Chris. I missed Chris up on his route a little bit, but like uh, <laughs> I was coming across the middle of the field and I tried to sit there like just to find open void, you know, to get a ball because uh, Baker was scrambling. And then, like, Baker looked at me, and I looked at him, but, like, uh, there was a little bit of traffic in the way. So I was like, all right, well, I know he can't throw this to me because, like, you know, I'm a little short. So I'm like, there's a lineman, and I'm like, yeah, the ball going to get bat down. So then I looked to the left, and I saw, like, there was, like, a little opening over there. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go that way. And he started rolling out that way, too, leaving the pocket. So I just, like, we just know the ball. We say the ball finds energy. So he saw me running, and then, boom, he just hit me with it. And then, like, I was like, I made sure I caught it. That's what I told myself. I was like, I don't care what it looks like. Just dive and just catch the ball no matter what. So. And then, like, even when I caught it, like, at first I didn't know if I scored or not. Like, I was, like, I was a little iffy because I didn't see it anything. Was like, yeah, I was, like, on the, like, two-yard line when I caught it. So I was, like, okay, like, maybe I was in, maybe I wasn't in. And then I saw the breath hands go up, and then 
my heart just like my heart like honestly like skipped a beat because it was like dang i finally got one you know like it's been like two years since i touched the end zone so that was a great feeling. That's awesome. Dude, that's awesome. I I have to know, like on the grade sheet, was it a, a minus plus? Like you get minus <laughs> for technique, plus for production. So, yeah, yeah I or just was it a plus plus? I just read it this morning. He was saying uh like a great catch and aggressive and everything. And he was like, but uh, and it does overlook the the poor route that you <laughs> okay, so, so the grading is very yeah. uh subjective. The result is all that matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was, it is funny how often that's the case, and I'm like, is this incentive to just be like you know what? I'm going to do something else. <laughs> Never mind. I'm just going to screw this up. I'm going to go stand somewhere random. I love that. Uh, and how about the rest of your game? I mean, you played 45 snaps, had 48 uh, receiving yards, and then in your career, and then you got 45 yards yesterday alone. You basically doubled up what you'd done in your career just in the game yesterday. So uh, how did it feel, the, the whole game being out there and getting a chance to get those opportunities? It felt good. It felt like I was in college again, you know, just being able to, like, play a full game like that, you know what I mean? And, um, and like, also, like, you know, just, like, it showed me that, like, you know, it gave me more confidence that, like, I can really do this, like, you know, being my size and everything like that, like going out there and, uh, you know, when Mike went down and being able to step up in that area, uh, it's like it was just – it was a great feeling all around, you know. It was something that I've been wanting to feel, like, at this level for a long time since I've been here, yeah. I imagine that it's interesting, you know, thinking about Allie playing, when you play offensive line, you mm -hmm. play the whole game. And wide receivers, no matter who you are, you come in, you come out, especially guys that maybe you're not getting – the snap counts i imagine that is challenging to find a rhythm mm. if you're only going in for a play or two here or even just if you're only doing return duties that you're standing over there cold for a while and having to come in and come out did it feel is that a big difference for you of kind of how you feel if you can be out there a lot more than just a play here or there oh yeah definitely you know like because you only get like when you return you know you only get a certain amount of opportunities and that's it even if the ball's kicked to you and you know and then you have to rely on everybody else to do their job and block and things like that even though you have to still you know make sure that everybody blocks even on offense but it's just like you know returning like there's just so there's not that many opportunities and then like you can't really find a rhythm like that and then you know like you said like coming on and off the uh the bench and stuff on offense is it's hard to get in that rhythm like you know like you get a play in and then you got to come out and then you're like uh, all right, I'm trying to still find my groove a little bit. And then, like, you know, maybe you'll get a touch here, or, like a catch or something like here and there, and then you start feeling yourself a little bit, but then you got to come out again. So then it's like it's like a little cycle, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then there's, al there's also, like, the game within the game. So, like, for always, there's always, like, all right, so the, obviously the whole entire game, how offense, defense, special teams all playing together, mm -hmm. but also, like, your matchup, right? Yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. how you how the rhythm of the game affects that. So, mm -hmm. like, if you're actually going to have someone, if you're, you know, so you got, if they're playing more man or something like that, you can get a feel of how one of the guys is going to play you. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's so relevant, and that's part of the rhythm that's so difficult. So it's awesome that you finally got your a little bit of rhythm, get mm -hmm. a little flow to it, and it's awesome to see, man. Yeah, appreciate that. We're talking to wide receiver Devin Tompkins. Um, I'm sure watching Mike go down down had to be tough for you guys and uh what what did what was the kind of reaction and mindset especially among the wide receivers when it seemed like he wasn't going to be able to go again uh really I think it, it just felt like practice you know because like we rotate like uh every play in practice you know so really that's just what it felt like it was like okay Mike Mike couldn't go all right bet like like Devin go ahead and uh you know go in and then just do what we do like you know like we, we work at it at practice every single day so it just felt so natural you know and uh, I was thinking about how this is probably why the game went you know, okay without any fights, you know, you just, <laughs> we don't have to deal with this. Had we been warned either, la you know, last year, this year about the everybody's on watch mic duty in New Orleans, <laughs> is this a thing that's discussed for you, with you guys? No, uh, kind of, they, we joked about it a little bit uh, before <laughs> the game and stuff like that, so, but it's crazy, like, that's a, that's actually a really interesting matchup to, you yeah. know, see and then even play alongside of Mike during that matchup, you know, 
it was, it was really like, you know, I was sitting there watching the whole time. I'm like, oh, snap. When he gonna, is he going to snap yet? Like, is he going to do it? Yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh, is obviously, gosh. you've been for, through many of these. So, yeah, my rule is always like, all right, so there's a couple rules, right? For, so whenever there's a fight that breaks out, like, you can't really get in trouble if you're pulling pe- like, right. really if you're pulling people off. So yeah. that was always my mindset going into it. Just like get the guys <laughs> pull off, people pull off, people yeah. off. If you're pushing people, then you can get, you yeah, know, yeah. someone can flop or do something like that. Yeah. Get the flag. But yeah, no, you always, someone's got to be on mic watch, yeah. uh, which is awesome. Tristan <laughs> yeah. said he was informed of that his first year of like that. Ryan Griffin told him like every play, yeah, find, just Mike. find Mike, <laughs> every play, find Mike, which yeah. I always think is pretty funny. That's funny. Um, were you guys talking about the idea of keeping emotions in check when it is, d- does it still feel like such a heated kind of rivalry game for all of you guys now in New Orleans? Yeah, like it's definitely a physical game. Like you can, like you can really feel it, you know, going into it, you're like, you already know they're going to be up in your face. They're going to talk some, some smack and, uh, you know, it's just all I loved watching present. you edit that, by the way. That was great. I watched your brain. <laughs> self, the self I saw that. That was good. I appreciate that. <laughs> you don't that. have to fix it in post. There I love go. that. Way to go, man. You're a radio <laughs> expert good. already. That was funny. I sat here really did think you about did. it. You did. I was proud. That takes a lot. <laughs> Allie's funny. done it, too. Don't yeah. worry. You know? Yeah, man. It's funny. But, yeah, no, like, uh, that was that was great because that was my first time getting to play in that, in, in that game, you know, and... um. I mean, I was just, I was ready, you know, I felt, I felt it, you know, I felt like I wanted to play physical, I wanted to play hard, so, and like, that's how, like, I was running the ball, like, sometimes, like, I would, I want to finish my runs, you know, like, finish behind my pads, so that was the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah and Cade uh, also getting a touchdown oh, in yeah. the game, that was uh, an incredible play and, and drive and everything, uh, what did, what did you see from that, and what was that like to, to watch that happen? Like, the whole play, really, because Baker got smacked on that play, yeah. right, yeah. yeah, Baker did get smacked, but Cade is always, you know, he's always reliable, Cade is always coming through, so, and he's a great dude, you know, so that was great to see him. Yeah, he he played every snap. He played every, every snap? Every snap. How many snaps of offense total, do you know? Oh, so, gosh. Yeah, it's fine. We can check. We yeah, can I'm like, wait, later. I already had but, that stat. But, I thought that was sufficient. No, that is. But, so both, but both plays, though, were really feel for feel for both touchdowns. For yeah. you and Kate, mm-hmm. were both like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, like that chemistry, that piece, that the kind of scramble rules a yeah. little bit, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, it kind of speaks a little bit to the uh, – the strengths of some of the offense. Like, if you guys get, got some, like, that's gamers, right? Yeah, there. guys that can, that can find space and get mm-hmm. open. Like, yeah. that, like, there's no way to really game plan for that mm-hmm. for defenses. Like, when you're playing scramble rules yeah. and just, I mean, you have general principles. Yeah. But when you guys can just go out there and do, ball, it. do it, I mean, it's yeah. awesome. Well, yeah, and this early. I mean, it's, again, new quarterback, new coordinator, a bunch of new people to All already right. kind of have that that chemistry mm-hmm. where he can trust you guys and you can know where he needs you to be. That's that's a yeah. huge deal. And I know that drive was uh, was wild. I mean, it was 17 plays, 87 yards, almost nine minutes. It was the longest drive this season yeah. in terms of plays, second longest in yards. You guys got four third downs in Saints territory. Like, that's a monster drive. That and drive. Uh, Ali, what do you remember about drives like that, being on the offensive line, being in, like, and then also what it means to the offense to be able to complete something like that. Well, I'm, I'm curious for you. So thir- uh, I guess like three games in, you don't really always have your win, your game win. Like mm-hmm. usually I feel like by game four is kind of really when you have it. But when you have a drive like that early in the season too, mm-hmm. like you, you, everybody's huffing and puffing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like <laughs> it's kind of the great equalizer actually, <laughs> which feels nice. Like everybody's got to go, ha- has to deal with that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a grinder. But again, if you know that the guy you're going against is tired, I, I don't know how it feels for you. Mm-hmm. 
for me, it always kind of felt like, all right, that's my advantage, right? Yeah. Like if there, we're both we're both we're both tired. Like I I have the advantage. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that what that's like for you. No, yeah, a two sure. minute situation. But yeah. yeah, you start seeing it in their eyes and they looking a little tired. You know yeah. you can get them. Yeah. So. yeah. And you can't. It's the whole like you don't want to put your hands on your hips. You don't want to show that like you're <laughs> yeah. dying. You're like right. I'm gonna walk around and look yeah. like I'm fine. Uh, and Palmer, another touchdown. This guy, two touchdowns in his first four career games. Uh, tell us what you've seen from him specifically in his ability to get in the end zone, but just his ability to have some incredible game-changing plays so early in his career. Yeah, man, I'm happy for him. That's my boy. You know, Trey, he's, he came in and he's like, he has a, a big personality. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? He's very big. So, like, uh, like he deserves it all. You know, he's 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 a very humble individual. He's good, you know, and, like, he, he's not – he doesn't even play like a rookie. You know, but him being able to come in and – make those, you know, plays and like he understands football really well and he understands how to how to catch a football and attack a football very well. Like his even the the catch against Baltimore in the preseason where he jumped over the dude. Right. Like that's that's a big time play. And then last night, you know, like one on one matchups he's always winning them. So yeah, Trey's Trey's gonna be special for sure. I feel like you guys are so like lucky. That's it's such a great wide receiver room. It's a good yeah. balance of old guys, young guys. I'm kinda curious for you, what are some of the aspects? I think it's good for a young guy to be able to see an old guy and pick up some aspects of his mm-hmm. game. For you, like, what do you see? I'd ask for both Mike and Chris, but mm-hmm. for Mike, what do you see from his game, his level of professionalism that you can pull and learn from and grow from as a receiver? Is there something about his game that you can admire or take, take yeah. even off the field, anything? Yeah, yeah like, Mike, Mike, he's one of a kind for sure, but I'd say, like, it's just like how, like, he always seems to have like the same like you know like the same attitude, the same face, like the same just everything in the games. Like he's always like it just in this calm. Like no matter how good he's doing or bad he's doing, he's just in the same place. And like uh, you know he's like he, this seems like he's always, always really in the moment. And he doesn't take it for granted, you know. And then even off the field, the stuff that he does off the field, you know, he's such a great man. And like, I mean, I have a, I have a lot of respect for Mike in every single way. Of course, that's I mean. awesome. Except for same, except for when he's playing. Except, the same thing. Say, except for that one time. Yeah. That's the only time. All right, we're going to take a quick break here. We're going to be back with more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Back to your co-hosts, Ali Marpet and Casey Phillips. Welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access. We are here in the Hooters Owl's Nest, and I am joined by Ali Marpet and Devin Tompkins. Uh, we are going to continue talking a little bit about that Saints game. So Baker, three touchdowns, and also just, I mean, his scramble ability, his escape ability, extending these plays, like toughing it out when he's taken, you know, some hits. And what does that do for you guys even just as you've seen his game you know, how does that make you want to play? Is there something about even just the way he plays that feels even kind of like it elevates the excitement and the attitude of the team a bit? Yeah, he plays with a lot of grit, you know, and like it makes you like seeing your quarterback play tough. Like, you know, you don't want to you want to play tough behind him, too. You know, you want to yeah, you can't the let same. the quarterback be the toughest you guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> allowed. It's like, you know, and I know that for the linemen, like, you know, they're going to play. They're going to they're going to block from make sure that they give them all the time, you know, and then like Baker can extend those plays like like for us to get open. Like there was the one. um where I had like a, I think it was like a 26 yard game, but it was another like one where he was looking to the right side and he turned to the left and saw him and he threw it. Like his ability to extend the play while the pocket's getting like collapsed and everything. Like he's a dog, man. Like just, I, I, yeah, I love seeing Baker play for him, being being able to play with him. That's awesome. Is, is he like a pretty like verbal guy on the sideline too? Yeah. Like he, so every time he's like talking to you guys from an energy standpoint, checking in, I think that's so important. Yeah. You know, he comes down to the receivers, like let us know what he sees and he'll be like, you know, we can dominate him all game. Just keep on doing what y'all doing. You know, he gives us that confidence. Like, okay, he believes in us. So let's go play for him. It's awesome. That's a big deal. I like that. Um, and man, Chris Godwin, this guy, 
I mean, another 100-plus yard game. He's actually second only to Mike in franchise history in 100-yard games. And, yeah, it's nuts. Um, What has it been like for you to watch him come off that injury, you know, come back, and then to be able to see that he is playing at this level still and to to be able to produce a game like that? Yeah, that's just just Chris, man. Like, I mean, since, like, I got here last year, you know, just getting to know Chris, like, I mean, like, just the – like the most, like you feel me, his his routine, everything that he does, like he's just so like you know disciplined to everything, mm-hmm. you know. So it like, it it makes sense on why he he's achieved the things that he's achieved, you know. And like, like I like honestly like just, yeah, like I have I have a lot of respect for Chris and just the way that he plays the game, the way he approaches the game too. On at that like he's always so prepared, you know. Like he's always like every time I look at him before the game, he has his call sheet, looking at all the plays, you know, making sure he knows everything that he's doing. He's taking care of his body before and after the game, like. I mean, just everything. Like he's just a real deal pro. Do you remember when he was brought in, Ali, and knowing the idea of what he could have been in terms of when you saw who oh, he could be? I mean, yeah. I mean, he showed flashes. I mean, I didn't think he was gonna be this good. But as far as being like that pro's pro that you talk about, like mm-hmm. that was there. He was like mm-hmm. an old young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah, yeah. So, so like so, so. even early on, you knew that if he could go there his like he had the steps uh, the procedure like the the awareness to to mm-hmm. get to that level yeah. so that was always really cool to see and again i think that's so important for young guys to see like that's the invaluable stuff that mm-hmm. having a a good group a receiver room or a good, any good room honestly is mm-hmm. so so important and uh now at the run game i know that after the eagles game that was not everybody's favorite thing uh, that we'd seen. So um, how do we, how much has it been emphasized even, you know, for you guys as wide receivers, the importance of helping set up some blocks with this? I mean, how much has the run game been talked about for you guys in offensive meetings and then to see that there was some signs of improvement for sure against the Saints? You know, it's everything. Like, you got to have a good run game to play the game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it opens up the pass game as well. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, us as receivers, being involved in the run game, like, you know, like, you never know whenever the back might break, you know, outside. So you got to be there, you know, like, you, you can't really necessarily look back to see. So you just have to focus on your man and, like, but it, it helps get into that, like, helped them to get to that uh, third level. You know, the second level blocks help a lot. So, and like last night, yeah, we did it. We had we had some good uh, movement in the run game, and like that was really good to see. Like, cause I mean, we haven't really been too bad. I th- I think personally like, in the run game this year so far, except for the last game. You know, like we had a little trouble. But other than that, our offensive line, you know, they've been moving the ball downfield. We've been aggressive in it. Rashad's been running the ball good. So you know, I think that like that, like having those, um, like la- like having like days like last yesterday. That's going to help us um, in the long run for sure. I'm curious your mentality a little bit. And I don't mean this. I don't mean to be critical. <laughs> but you aren't going to just outsize a yeah. lot of guys like in the run, in the run game, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, you got to play – like, what's your mentality going yeah. into it? Like, 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 run blocking and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. nah, more so like uh, – I like I like I try to get my hands on them before they get their hands on me. That's yeah. right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, One, I'd like okay. to I love that. Too. So yeah. anyone who can initiate contact first, that's the winner. That's I like the, that. Yeah, I to do it because then, like you know, for me, like if I can get inside you, I know I'm shorter. So if I get my arms inside you, it's gonna be harder to get off. You know, and at least like you know, all I gotta do is put my body in the way sometimes. You know, yeah. and that's all you need just to, yeah. for the runner to run off. So yeah, of course. I like that. Let's get, we're talking to wide receiver Devin Tompkins. Um, also, we gotta talk about Antoine Winfield Jr. Mm. What Gosh. a game! Mm. What a game! So nine tackles, a sack, forced fumble, tackle for loss, pass breakup. I mean, it's like every <laughs> stat imaginable, basically. He's stuffing it. He's got the most sacks by a DB since he entered the league in 2020. Um, what is it like to watch a guy like that out there, both whether it's training camp and practice and you're going against him or in the game, and to appreciate as someone who 
you know, has had to sort of face him. Yeah. What are what are teams experiencing I'm out there? Glad I'm, I'm glad he's on my team. That's <laughs> yeah. what I got. But he's a he's a dog too. You know, like uh, when well, he flies around back there, and he's so smart too. Like he can he reads the pass concepts. He can read everything. And then when he triggers, like you know, like if I'm running like a dig route and like. And he's coming down from safety. It's like, oh, like you know, you're gonna get hit. Like you know, like there's <laughs> yeah. no way around. You know, he's gonna hit you. But like he's fast too. Like you know, and he's not the biggest safety in the world by any means. You know, but he's so he's so physical. I think, and like that's the, you know, as a safety, like a physical safety is very scary. You know, like that's gonna that's gonna worry receivers. And then even when he comes off and he's able to blitz and get those sacks and stuff like that, like it just shows that like you know what he can do as a player. It's it's fantastic watching. I don't know if he's got if he got an accolade or anything like that from last week, but like earned it, deserved it. I mean, yeah. dude, balling out weekend weekend week out. It's unbelievable what he's been able to do. And also, I've heard other people talk about, but it's competitive nature, yeah. kind of like driving other people again to to play at a higher level. Yeah. It's awesome. Definitely. What do you remember about a guy like him? Where so you I had to do both center and guard. Where yeah. there are times you're having to call out protections and all of that. So, how does a guy like he like him complicate? things for an offensive like line that, that's that's uh, i think of like the sort of kind of like the not the tom like ed reed like find ed reed on every play <laughs> yeah. you saw that like one yeah. of those it's yeah. kind of like that with antoine like yeah. you just gotta account for him mm-hmm. and they'll also uh, talk about the the fact that you guys were kind of just out there gaming right like playing scramble rules and just figuring stuff out i feel like that's what he's been doing mm-hmm. like with his turnovers and like yeah. you can't get what do you how do you game play like uh you know Points of contact for running back. Okay, it's still punching the ball <laughs> out. Like doesn't ball, doesn't yeah. matter. So that's it's it's so fascinating that like you can coach guys up, but you got if you got guys that can just execute and play at a high level and just mm-hmm. game, then mm-hmm. it goes a long way. It's it incredible. Does. And you know we saw that Carlton and Jamel have each missed time, and then even Ryan Neal you had to go out in the game, and so guys like Zion have had to step up, D Delaney have had to step up, and so we've gotten to see that. Man, not only do we have high caliber starters, you know, in Carlton and Jamel, but all mm-hmm. these guys stepping up are making huge plays, deep interceptions in two games in a row uh-huh. now. What is it like for you to go against those guys in practice, and how do you feel like they've shaped the wide receiver you're able to be? Uh, no, like they've all been really great competitors, and uh, like iron sharpens iron. You know, like they've all each have given me like since I've got here, it's uh, like a detail or something I need to work on in my own game, and like you know, like like during. Um, during like not training camp OTAs like we'd stayed after and do like releases with each other and stuff like that just to work on those things you know because like at the end of the day we all get, we got to play together and like they're going to go against good receivers and we're going to go against good DBs so we might as well teach each other you know like the the in and outs of what we're going against that's really interesting and I know that um now you guys have a new offensive coordinator this year Dave Canales what was that like for you to have to again you, you come in you learn a whole offense last year mm-hmm. then you got a second year already learn another offense what was that experience like for you? Did you feel more equipped second year to be able to digest all of that and, and have a good handle quickly? Oh yeah, definitely. Like it was, it was like um, more so like I just because I've in college I had four different offenses as well, so I've been used to like having to adapt to a new playbook, you know. So and it just gave me the ability to see like uh, I guess the differences in like offenses that were like compared to what we had last year to this year, and like just seeing how like I guess all over the league, you know, like. Things are like, you know, like it's the same concepts, but it might be a different, you know, different name for them. So it was easy to adapt to just had to, you know, easy to adapt to the concepts, just had to learn the terminology. Yeah, that's always you always got to like uh, I've never like spoken foreign language. I wish I could. But like you make the translation in your head. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this concept is this and mm-hmm. like exactly. whatever you yeah. even did that from college. Like even if you have a, a college play or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's what this is. Hmm. And exactly. you just like in your head, you just make that translation. That's yep. so interesting. I feel like yeah. they should all just get together. Like, let's just all come up with let's, one. <laughs> you know, let's just... I mean, there really aren't that many <laughs> systems. But yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah, uh, what have you liked about him as a 
you know, person, the way he coaches, you know, his attitude, all that, and then also his actual offense? What are the things that you have liked about it and that you think set you up for success? Well, like Dave, as an individual, you know, he's like, he's one of the most, like, he has so much poise, you know, like, he's always so calm, like, he doesn't get too high, too low. He's always in the same, like, the same place the mm. whole time, the whole game. Like, even if we mess up, like, still the same dude, like, we'll mess up in practice. He's just like, okay, like, let's learn through it. And then, like, even if we mess up, we'll run the play again. And then, like, if a receiver drops a ball, he'll, like, tell the receiver to stand in that spot and have the quarterback rethrow that ball just so that you get that, that feel of, like, okay, Biggie, he calls it a big eraser, you know, just like forget about the drop, go ahead, get the completion. Now you're back in your groove, you know. And then uh, in the offense in general, you know, it's just like the the ability to like, you know, like with the receivers we have, like it complements all of our game, you know, like being able to because some of the plays we stretch the field and then there's somewhere we're like in a quick game mode. So like the diversity of the offense, like where we can go, sometimes we go a little faster and our uh, like tempo packages and stuff like there's so much that we can do. So. It's been a great offense to be a part of. That's interesting. I've heard a lot about his po like poise and even positivity. Mm -hmm. I've heard a lot yeah, of people yeah, talk yeah. about his positivity. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, there's, I think, you know, not toxic positivity, but positivity where it's, like, kind of disillusioned. Yeah. But then there's also, like, Yeah, that. is it real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. it sounds like everything that, like, no, there's, there's a genuine belief mm -hmm. that you guys will get it done and do yeah. the things that you guys need. And that's, I feel like, so important to have from coaches because yeah. when there's so much energy, like in New Orleans or something like that, where yeah. it's like you kind of need something to, a little bit to ground you to keep, the, keep it positive. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like each of you wanted most or appreciated most in either a position coach or a coordinator? What were the things that you feel like really, for you, Devin, is like, this has really been a, a game changer for me in, you know, whether it's Brad this year, coaches you had last year, that what are those things that you feel like helped you? Uh, like with Brad, it's been the communication, like being able to actually talk to Brad, like, you know, because like he's not that much older than us. He's, he's like in his 30s, you know, so like, but like being able to just like sit there and like have like a conversation with him, like, you know, let him know how we feel or, you know, just like him hearing us out, like that's been the biggest thing. And like in college, I had a coach like that too, who, you know, I could talk to him like if I was like feeling some type of way or, you know, if I was seeing something that like on the field that like, you know, I feel like we could do differently and like he'll listen and take it into consideration. So that's been the, definitely the biggest thing for me. I don't know how you are, but I know like there are some guys, I think a lot of players are like as hard as you possibly can be on yourself. Like the, we're yeah. our biggest critics, yeah, right? Sure, yeah. So it's like sometimes we don't always need coaches to be our <laughs> biggest critics. Yeah. Yeah. So having for a coach sure. like that, that can like, I don't know, again, support you or, mm -hmm. you know, be there just have that uh, communication is just so huge yeah definitely yeah i know last year you know you come in undrafted guy trying to fight for even practice squad you know role and having to just fight and claw your way to to stay here and be here and then now here you are this year that you're doing the return duties you're making game changing plays on sunday what do you credit as what got you from there where it was day to day not sure if you were going to make the team to now you're being a, a key contributor um really i just i really just trusted it like uh that like I could do this, you know, because like you get to that like last year, like I was at that point where you know, I was like, like you see great people, like great players in in college, and they come to the NFL and they don't always have the same success, you know, and uh, that was something that like I always worried about a little bit, and I was just like, man, like, you know, I just came from having such a great season in college and doing achieving all these things, and then like you know, you come just being on practice squad and like, you know, it was just it was it was very it was it was hard to stay in it at first. I'm not gonna lie, like it was very like you know just. A little, I got on myself a little bit, but then um, I think what really like kind of changed my perspective was uh, the the first game I did play, you know, against San Francisco, and I had that 54-yard kick return. You know, that made me like it was like you got to be ready at any moment; anything can happen, and like one play can change, you know, the whole whole entire dynamic of everything. And then like uh, coming into OTAs, I had way more, you know, way more confidence in my bit, like just the whole ability uh, coming into the situation, understanding what to expect, you know, like 
this year. So it was it was easier for me to kind of come in this year and have more confidence and being able to, you know, have a game like this. You know, like it felt natural and it felt like, you know, that was what was supposed to happen. So, yeah, like I, I definitely accredit that to like just being patient more than anything. Yeah, I think that's, again, a testament to you because I feel like there are so many guys that get dejected Right mm-hmm. from like, like so almost everybody's that guy in college, right? Yeah. If you're playing yeah. NFL, yeah, yeah. yeah so, know? but then you come here, and it's like, all right, not everybody can be that guy. Mm-hmm. So it can be so again dejecting, and guys sort of fade a little bit. It's just easy to, it's a, it's pretty natural. A lot of guys mm-hmm. do it. So again, to stick with it, and then again to have that opportunity when it comes and make the most of it, it's awesome. That's yeah. a big deal. I like it. All right, we have more coming up here on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio. Buccaneers Total Access continues. Brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. Once again, your co-hosts, Ali Marpet and Casey Phillips. Welcome back into Buccaneers Total Access. We are joined by wide receiver Devin Tompkins, and this is the part of the show where we, we love to hear a little bit more about guys' stories, where they came from, a little off-the-field stuff. And um, I know you're from Fort Myers. Did you grow up a Bucs fan? No. Ooh, um, <laughs> wow. I should have asked that no, question before I mean, we got on here. I mean, <laughs> no, it's fine. It changes. Right? You're allowed to be a uh, whatever yes. fan growing up. Yep. So, t- so my family's uh, originally from Pittsburgh. So, really, mm-hmm. I grew up a Steelers fan. That's fair. The yeah. family influence is, is intense. <laughs> that, I will, that's yeah. understandable. That trumps all. I mean, it that's does. what yeah, it is. It does, yeah. Unless it's like Allie's family, where I'm sure there was no football allegiance yeah, at all. I went before. to I went to a Giants game, two, two couple Giants games <laughs> okay. growing up. So yeah. There we go. I like that. Um, I know that for you in high school in particular, you already you found out you were already going to be a dad in high school. And I, what is it that you remember about that reaction, especially when you're tr- you know you want to play football in college, mm-hmm. you have a lot of plans for yourself, and how you felt in those moments, and how you made sure that that was not a dream that was going to die in that moment. Um, I understood that I couldn't stay where I was at. That was the biggest thing, you know. Like I wasn't going to be able to do what I wanted to do for my daughter, like you know, if I stayed where I was. So I was like. You know, no matter what it looks like, no matter how hard it is, like, let me go do this and, like, go to school and, you know, we'll see where I end up, you know. Because, like, at the end of, like, when you're in college, everybody's trying to get to the NFL. But, you know, there's only a certain percentage that make it, you know. And then, like, for me, like, it was, I had all these things, like, you know, like, walls against me, like, being too small, being too short, you know. Like, not big, not going to a big school, you know, all these different things. So, it was, like, honestly, like, I was, I was always a little nervous, but, you know, like, I don't know, like, just seeing my daughter's face and then even when I got to college and had my son, you know, like, that was just another one. Like, okay, now you really have to do this. Now you got two. So that was, like, my, I can say my babies were, like, I always wanted to be great. I always wanted to be one of the greatest to play the game. But my children are, like, they, they gave me a different type of motivation in, to, in order for me to want to achieve that now. That's incredible. And, I, I like, I'm always fascinated, too, when guys, like, know like from an early age like oh i'm I'm gonna play in the nfl or like i need to do figure it out like at what point was the nfl your uh like dream like what time what dream like when when did you think you were actually gonna make it when did i think i when did i like when did i want to make it or when i think i was gonna make it? i guess both yeah i guess both, both. all right so I, when i was seven like uh the first time i ever played in a football game my jamboree game scored like an 80 yard touchdown and i was like oh yeah like this is it this is what i want to do <laughs> i'm gonna you know? play in the- <laughs> yeah i was like, I was, I was like this is fun yeah, i was faster than everybody but then when i really found out it was a reality was uh really my like my junior year in, in college like uh just because, and it was a COVID year, but, like, I was having, like, a good, uh, like, a little, like, you know, the season was kind of little or whatever. So, I had, I had a good, like, couple games, and I was like, dang, like, 
I was like, I'm, I did pretty good. Like, you know, just for these four, four or five games, I was like, okay, this really might be able to. So I was like, I told myself the next year when I came in, I was like, I'm going to be the best wide receiver in college football, like, no matter what it looked like. And, you know, like, I worked my, like, I worked my, I worked so hard during that. I, I love it. Yeah. I love the editing. Dude, it's you, so good. You've been coached up by somebody. I know. <laughs> like, fantastic. who taught you this? Yeah. That was close. But no, I've I worked hard, like, that off season and, uh, you know, I told myself, like, all right, when we get into this, like, I was like, nobody's going to stop me. I was like, I can't be stopped. Like, I was like, I'm going to play for my kids every game. Like, let's do it. And then, like, you know, sure enough, like, week after week after week, I just started, you know, my yards went up, my plays went up. And then, like, I looked up at the end of the year and I had, like, 1,700 yards. And I was just like, you did it. Like, yeah. you, you got what you needed, you know, because, like, at the end of the day, like, your film is your resume, you know, in college, your stats and stuff like that. Like, all that stuff matters. And even though I did achieve all those things, I still went undrafted, you know. So, like, at the end, like, I was a little... I was a little trumped a little bit. I was a little sad about it, but I was like, you know, at the end of the day, like, all you got to do is get in front of a team, you know, and, like, I was like, I already know how I feel when it comes to my kids. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow myself, you know, to, to fail. Like, you know, even though failure is, it's still possible, you know, but like, you know, like parent strength is a, is a different it's a whole different thing. Strength. That's yeah. the lifting the, the car off the kid kind <laughs> yeah, of strength. Yeah. There. He's like, it's nope. different. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. Well, and you, I mean, you had your son living with you in college. And mm. I think I read even that you were taking him to meetings with you mm. and all stuff. So, like, what was what was that like for you to be, I'm sure, one of the f- few, if not the only one on the team that, you know, maybe had a kid living with him and bringing him to meetings, all of that. Like, so it's college and playing a sport in college is hard enough. Mm-hmm. And then – you were having to raise him, take him and stuff. What do you remember about that time and, and the, some of the biggest challenges with it and, and what it was like even with your teammates watching you do this? Uh, I was, um, I think just being like, like being exhausted, you know, cause like I would have to, you know, go like, there was a, there was a day where I had my daughter and like, like, yeah, probably for like, what, like a month or and a half, two months where I had my daughter and my son out there by myself. And I had, uh, had summer, I had summer classes and we had still, we still had summer workouts. So like we had summer workouts, like what, like wake up at like seven have to be up there like have to be out there at seven so i wake up at like six thirty, get both of them like up and up dressed get them ready how to get their bottles their little diaper bags ready for the day and then like i would, I would go do my lift or whatever they would be in the weight room with us like just chilling huh. and like they'd be over there just chilling and i'm stuff. imagining the music blaring <laughs> yeah, right? in the weight room and these babies just chilling no, no, there, no, they're like... playing some lullabies yeah, or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah they're trying to lift yeah, while yeah. there's kids music playing yeah. Like, yeah, my daughter, she would be on her iPad on the little turf, little floor, and then my son would be in his little stroller and do my lift. i go check on him, like, throughout the lift and stuff like that. And then right after that, i have to go to class, like, at, like, 8. So then I, like, I'm hopping on the little bus with both of the kids and my stroller on the way to class and then we sit in class. And then even during that time period, I had a, uh, a professor, I remember her, Dr. Gruy, she would hold my daughter, like, in the middle of her, like, like uh teaching us and stuff she sit up there and hold her and just i was like i'm like are you okay like she's like yeah don't worry about it like and every day like what it was like professor. it was like that every day so i had a lot of help there like definitely at utah state i feel like exhausted doesn't even begin no. to describe so any one of just one of those one things, of those things. <laughs> college is exhausting. exhausting workouts Great. exhausting kids exhausting. exhausting put that all together i don't think there's a word for it i mean yeah. that's unbelievable this is why you have so much energy now yeah, feel. Yeah. you're like this is easy yeah, this you is easy don't part. even understand um and then also i know your son has down syndrome mm. and uh, i know you're a big advocate for that and then also you d delaney also has a daughter who has down syndrome how has that been to have someone else on the team to understand what that's like maybe you know share some ideas for you you guys or you know have your kids even meet you know just what what has that been like it's been great you know and especially like the uh the type of down syndrome they have like trisomy 21 like um you know i i, I remember the doctor would tell me it's not really common you know like that's not the most common down syndrome because mm. it's an extra chromosome you know so um but like just actually meeting somebody who has a child and like that's you know we're close in age and we have like a similar you know 
similar situation. It was really cool and like you know, like his daughter's beautiful, you know, and like I'm just I'm just happy that there's a, like you know somebody else who's doing the same thing as me. Like you know, we're in the same situation. Like it's it's definitely a blessing. It's comforting for real. That's really cool. It's amazing when you can have a teammate that yeah. means more, you know, that there's things off the field as well that you guys can support each other mm -hmm. on separate from just on the field. Um, what do you remember about joining the Bucks that first, you know, off season, the camp, you know, you're undrafted. T take us through kind of the decision to come here and then what that beginning part of your journey was like here in trying to make the team. Yeah, so I remember um, like uh, after the draft, my agent called me. He was like, you know, these are the offers we have on the table or whatever right now. And I told him I was like, I'm not going anywhere cold. And like, and he said, Tampa was on the <laughs> Tampa was on. The <laughs> I thing. love this. That's, is what I said too. This is how I ended up here. That's <laughs> because I just came from Utah and like I'm a Florida boy, so I'm like, man, I did four years out in the cold. It's like I'm not doing the cold again. And I was great. like, you know, he was like, Tampa's on the table. I was like, you know what? Sold. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. And I'm close to home. I'm close to my kids. Cause like, you know, I used to hate like once a once like um, you know, after the season was over with and stuff, like, or even before um that year I got my kids out there with me, like I would have to fly all the way back home to see them and it was like irregular. I wouldn't get to see them all the time. And like for me, like I'm like very like active and present in my kids' life. So it's like I wanna be able to have my hands on them at any time I want to, you know. So it was kind of tough for me and I was like, you know what, like that's the that was the number one seller. It was like, okay, I can drive an hour 45 if I need to go see my kids. So, yeah, I wanted to be here. That's a big deal. And I also know that it had to be kind of hard in some ways knowing you were joining a pretty stacked oh, wide receiver room. That yeah. a lot of times when you're an undrafted guy, you know. That's what I expected. Right. So most people say, you know, I looked at the roster. And I was, yeah. yeah, doing sort of And you of knew the that math. wasn't going to be the thing here. <laughs> and then, but it's hilarious that it was just one other <laughs> I don't state. want to be yeah. I love that. Again, I came from Missouri, and I literally said that I was like, nope done do not want to do the cold where can i go that is warm i love this i relate to this okay well there you go yeah. i also feel like this is the difference in a wide receiver and an offensive lineman where you guys are like send me to the cold yeah and then the wide receivers are like please do not make yeah. me go to the no, cold I don't want to go there. but even like you know choosing to come here like uh, with the with the stack room at the time because it was like what there was like 14 of us last year like whenever we all got here and it was like um, we had a lot of vets too on top of that you know and I was just like, dang, like, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but let's let's just do it. You know what I mean? Not like, I was like, I, and then like, I started, because uh, I didn't really have a big understanding on like, you know, understanding how practice squad work and things yeah. like that. So like, once I got here and I started like, you know, just like asking questions and like, like, okay, like, okay, so maybe practice squad isn't like a bad thing. You know yeah. what I mean? At the end of the day, you're still a part of the team. So I was like, all right, well, I know that there's like, you know, there's some vets. I was like, okay, so the thing I have to fight for right now, or what we're, we were all fighting for before they brought in was like, we're all fighting for practice squad, you know, yeah. like that. That's at the end of the day, that was essentially what it was like, you know, so I was like, okay, well, as long as my, if I can keep my foot in the building, as long as I can stay in the building, I think that'll be the biggest thing for me. So like, and I just told myself every day, like, okay, like if that, when the opportunity comes, like, like, let's go. And then like, when I did make practice squad, I told myself every day, I'm gonna get better. Like, no matter what, like, I'm gonna get better. I'm gonna work on my craft. Cause like, you know, I don't know whenever my time is going to come. And then like, I started hearing stories like about like how, like, anybody could get hurt, like a receiver get, could get hurt and you're up the next week, you know what I mean? So just, like, staying prepared and, like, they kept – and it was easy to stay in it because, like, I mean, uh, like, last year our coach, he made us, like, involved, like, the practice squad guys, like, doing uh, taking reps, like, when Mike didn't practice or Chris didn't practice those vet days, we'd get in there and, like, take all the reps and stuff like that. So that helped out a lot. That's a big deal. Yeah. And um, I'm curious, how many weeks were active uh, uh, last, last year? year? Yeah, uh, five. Five. Yeah, that's a, that's a relevant that's a big number. Deal. Yeah. 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 Well, technically deal. six, so I was inactive the – they brought me up for the Atlanta game because I, I think Russ got hurt, and then I ended up not playing. But then after that, I ended up uh, coming up at the end of the year yeah, for the last five games. Something that I love about watching 
Devin in practice or games or whatever is he, I feel like you never make a catch. That's just like catch. That's just like a normal catch. It's like a circus flipping over. We're diving here. It's like, everything is like a highlight reel catch. <laughs> and I would love to know if like, do you know in the moment that it, that it looked like that? Or is it, is it not till like later when you maybe see it up on our oh, yeah. account that you're like, oh, I did some wild things there. Yeah, no, that's how it usually goes. Like, I, like in the moment, you know, I'm just like, okay, boom. Like, like I'm like, just catch the ball, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? But then I'll be thinking about it. I'll be like, like, dang, I wonder how that looked. Like, I was like, I can't wait to go back and watch this, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then you, you kind of impress yourself maybe yeah, a little yeah. bit later. I'm like, I'm like, okay, that was really cool. Like, awesome. You obviously had that experience, Allie, of <laughs> yeah, watching yourself. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, making crazy plays out there, yeah, dude. I mean, I mean, it's awesome to see at least uh, for you, at least to get see on the Instagram account all that. Yeah, good stuff, not you know? a lot of those highlights for you nah. showing up on our Instagram. Yeah. I was thinking about last year. Carl Nassib joked about how he watched a play and he said he looked like he was running like Moe's in the office. For anyone who knows oh, what that gosh. means, that he thought he was like, I really thought I looked a lot more athletic until I saw that play. Do, Just, you, do you ever, well, I'm wondering yeah. if you have any of those. Okay. Like, I, I thought I was in the air for way longer than yeah. I was. Yeah. That's a couple of times, like, I've had some, like, where, like, I thought, like, I, I, loved, I was like, dang, I probably did cool. Like, that probably looked good. You go back and look at it, you're like, dang, that did not look good. <laughs> that did not look good. Like, That's yeah. so funny. I love it. So, obviously, you are definitely known for your speed, for sure. Mm -hmm. Where would you rank yourself on the team in speed? Ooh. And none of them are here, so you yeah, can, no, you yeah, know. Yeah. Just no. when we get them on the show, we'll do <laughs> Yeah, well, then confirm. I'm, I'm going to say, yo, I'm, I'm probably, if not first, second. To who? Wow. Uh, well, I, well, I guess it's a tie. I'll say uh, it, it'd be, it, diplomatic. It, it, it's like a tie. I'm going to be diplomatic. But me, Trey, and uh, Jamal Dean. Okay. Because yeah. we had Jamal yeah. on yeah. the show, and uh, and he said he claims he is the fastest. He did. He was not diplomatic the oh, way yeah, you were. Yeah. Oh, that's real. So, uh, but it, it's, uh, yeah, you and you said Trey Palmer and him. Yeah. You think those are the three on the team? Yeah. Like, okay. out of all, we have, us three would have to race. But, yeah, I'm going to say I'm still going to oh, Yeah, I could slide on the both of them. I ain't not going to lie. <laughs> were you, were you uh, track uh, as well? Yeah, in okay. high school, yeah. And what did you run the, what was the, your 40? My 40, 4-3-4. Four, four, four. Wow. What, what was yours? <laughs> not anywhere close. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you were going to build a 4 by 100 team, we had Jamel mm -hmm. do this, and I want to hear what you say, too. If you were going to build – a four by one hundred relay from people on the bucks. Who are you picking? Those three, us three first, yeah. and then uh, ooh, fourth. Let's see, who's surprisingly fast. Mm, you know, Mike's not that slow. That's this is amazing. That's this is what Jamel said. <laughs> I don't believe that, that for a second. I think people are just defaulting <laughs> back. It's like so that's no. like you think Mike box, Mike box. Yeah. Like it's, it's not. But no, Jamel Mike. said that he's it's the striding. Yeah, he, he said he'd exactly, be the he's yeah. the straightaway guy. He'd be like a second leg guy. Yeah, yeah that sure. he's your second leg guy, okay. the straightaway. Right. Yeah, yeah, I I thought the same Surprising, thing. Yeah. And now what I want <laughs> is for Allie to build a big man four by one hundred. Oh gosh. I did not know that this race existed until fairly. Recently, what yeah. is it? Cornbread. Oh, that's what y'all called it. <laughs> that's what it's called. Stop. The cornbread. Yeah. That's, that's not the official school, term in high school. That's what we called it. So, like, is it like a weight? There's a weight limit. Yeah, yes. Like, it was no, like, it's, it's, you like have to be thirst. over this. Right. I'm so mad that my high school didn't have this. I found out about it because my husband ran in it. 
Oh, he ran in it? That he ran in it in high school. And yeah. they called it the Fat Man Relay, which oh, I, is yeah. way worse than cornbread. Wait, this, cornbread sounds like something that was made up like in a bar at some point. Like, yeah. like that didn't actually like go through. They, that's a real... probably like a Florida Four Miles thing. Yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah. So I would love to hear for you some. Uh, if, 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 I'm going to need some help, but some Vita's, Vita's got to oh, yeah, be, yeah, right? Because you see him chasing yep. dudes down on I'm screens. It is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Vita, uh, Tristan, number uh, got to be mm-hmm. in there too. Um, Gosh, maybe Joe Tryon. Yeah, are we, are we counting? Uh, what is the weight limit That's for true. the cornbread yeah. race? Yeah, That's I feel, like, it's, I feel yeah. like yeah, it needs like to be probably two fifty would be my bet. Oh, okay, uh, the rookie. I just picked that. I don't know why I came up with that. Number. What is the cornbread in high school? You know what the cornbread in high school uh, weight limit is? No, I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it was, it, it was usually all the shot put throwers though. Like the uh, yeah, players. I think it was like. 220 or, or at least something along those lines probably Big in high school boys. i don't know how do we get a track and field event for, for the, the bucks <laughs> but everybody's not every liability Sun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the i'm sign. sure jason light is up there going no, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna take a quick break we have one more segment coming up here on buccaneers total access brought to you by hooters the original wing joint since 1983 this is buccaneers radio now more on Buccaneers Total Access, brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. It's time for our final segment here on Buccaneers Total Access. Casey Phillips, Allie Marpet, joined by wide receiver Devin Tompkins. Um, so for you, looking at your game at this point, what are the biggest things that you would consider your strengths? And then what are the biggest things that you're wanting to work on now? Um, I'd say my biggest strengths, probably just uh, the ability to make a play with the ball in space, you know, like just uh, like just making people miss and like, you know, extending plays, you know, being able to take like a like a 10-yard catch or whatever and get another 10 off of it, you know. And then, you know, this one thing that I haven't been able to showcase yet in the game, but the ability to go up and get the ball in the air, you know, like a jump ball. So that's one thing I'm still waiting on. But um, one of the things I really got to work on, you know, just being more patient within my routes and uh, just being like slowing the game down just because I'm so fast, you know. So sometimes like my decision-making and everything is so fast. So just being able to slow, slow that down and uh, just be more – comfortable with making those decisions how about for you knowing that you were more of an undersized wide receiver what are the ways that you tried to combat that and that you feel like you've been able to overcome it and play I feel like coaches are always talking about the fact that you play bigger than you are mm-hmm. what do you think that that's because of um I always tell myself like you know like everybody's always been you know bigger than me stronger than me or whatever but like I've, I feel like I'm more athletic than you know most so I told myself like be as athletic as you possibly can so like anytime like you need to make in like a play like the diving catch like athleticism you know just make those plays and then even like you know I feel like people don't expect me to be as strong as I am so like when it comes to like blocking dbs and stuff like that I can sneak up on them and like you know spring backs for big runs so I, I love, love that sneaking yeah, up sneaking on him. I'm picturing him tiptoeing <laughs> well, on that, and then you get hands on first you know <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a winning, yeah. winning, winning recipe yeah. do you feel like you try, are you do you try to put on some weight or do you just like no this is me this is who I am <sighs> this is me this is who I am well, I was gonna say Ali they, could give do, you some well, advice saying, do they do they does anybody tell you you need to be a certain weight or anything like yeah, that yeah like you know they tell me to stay within my ranges or whatever but uh you know like I, I, I guess they kind of see like you know like even if I do eat a lot and like work out a lot like it's just this it, is who it, you are. yeah, yeah. it's just kind of what I was it say, is Ali could give you some advice on the gaining the, weight thing I you know? know a little bit about it <laughs> I was saying it's always important to keep your strengths your strengths right yeah. like, yep. so if you're gonna out jump people or outrun people whatever and that's your strength then you don't need to put yeah, weight yeah. on and, and do something that's not you we haven't really talked about the return duties as much I think you have one of the hardest jobs in the world not just in football just in general I think catching a punt yeah, is hard. just the hardest thing I cannot even imagine tell me how you got into the whole return duties and what are the things about it that are maybe harder than we give it credit for 
and <laughs> you know the things that you wish people knew about being the return guy. Yeah, no, like so I really even in college like I didn't play return. Like, I didn't play returner that much. Like I was an off returner for kickoff return because uh, we had like an all American kick returner, but I never played punt returner because I had one punt return for one touchdown my sophomore year, and then that was it. So like, wow. like yeah. it was kind of like like coming here and then like you know it was kind of a role that I was just. You know, like, if I wanted to be on the team, like, I had to accept being mm -hmm. a returner. So, like, it was something I could do because, you know, at the end of the day, I can catch the ball. Can you, I can make plays in space. So, it was like, okay, I know I can do this. But at first, like, you know, like, I remember the first time in the game against the 49ers, first punt return I got, I low-key fumbled it out of bounds. But I was like, I'm watching the ball come down, and I'm just hearing them. Like, you just hear everybody just running at you. And you're like, <laughs> Stampede. You're like, you didn't mention that as far as being a hard part. Yeah. Like, you just hear them coming, and you know that they just want to hit you. So, it's like. It's like, all right, man, let me just hope I catch this thing. And then as soon as you look down, like, you just have to make a decision. You know, like, that's the thing. Like, as soon as you catch it, like, there's either going to be somebody there or, like, you know, you just you got to make something happen. So it's like, you know, just alpha, it's all off of basically natural instinct. You know what I mean? And, yeah, like, that, I think the hardest part is catching it and just being able to move right after without getting hit. That's the hardest part. I'd be fair catching it every time. They got to figure every out a way time. to, like, simulate that. Like, with the, you know yeah. what I'm saying, with mm -hmm. the the, the – the new, VR, the VR stuff, stuff. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool, actually. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Having to catch it alone is already hard. Then, yeah, you know, all these people are literally trying to kill you yeah. and coming at you full speed, and you can't even look at them. You <laughs> just know they're coming. You can't look at them. My favorite is always on the sideline when like, like guys just yelling things out. Yeah, to you. Yeah. like, like <laughs> Wait, you also like, like no, because like, oh, there's so many things that can happen. Like either like they're telling him what to do. Or like, uh, you where time. the you got time? You got time? Like, <laughs> I loved when coaches would yell that out, and it's like, dude, like, <laughs> I got enough to be thinking about. Yeah, I got here. enough to be thinking about. I'm not but, thinking in your coaching right now. But sometimes that helps. Like, I, I'll tell like one of my, uh, I tell one of my teammates to do that. Like, I'll be like, man, hey, scream. If I got time, let me know. If not, say no. Like, just say it because I do not want it. Because like, I'm gonna take a risk. Like, sometimes like, I take a risk. Because yeah. like, you never know what can happen. Sometimes they're coming too fast and. My catching, all you gotta do is just step to the side and he'll just fly past you, you know. So, but like whenever I go like to the other sideline, like there was one time where I did go to the other sideline and they got my, they got me. I ain't gonna cap. Like I went up there and they were like, "You got time, you got time." Oh, you no, go. I didn't have time. Yeah, I did not have time. <laughs> you gotta be able to pick out like the one yeah, voice. Yeah, do I recognize yeah. this yeah. voice or not? Who's that? Like that's one of the many yeah. things you have to do while you're doing it. That's I, I, I got got one time. It was funny. That's I have to admit that's, <laughs> that's very good. funny. Um, did you, Ali? Did you ever try to catch a, a punt or no, anything in practice? No, never good. I was always tried to. Uh, like watch the coaches though at least give the advice that you got time uh, oh that was always my favorite no if i caught a, a punt that was uh... <laughs> i know that there are teams that have done that in practice have tried to yeah. like let other people feel i know levante randomly does this all the time right does he still do it he used to yeah he would go in practice and off the jugs machine Levante would just oh, no, wanted no, no. to do this. I haven't seen him do this. Okay, like, he's finally though. maybe old enough that he's like, okay. Yeah, he probably <laughs> like, is. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, and then how our next game coming up is the creamsicle game. You got oh, the bye week exciting. and then the creamsicle. Yeah. Uh, how excited are you for those jerseys? I am. I mean, I was. I was even. I went back home and looked like a old video of. I was like, dang, like this is what it looks like. Okay, like, but yeah, I'm excited to wear that. Like, that's 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 definitely. And it's an honor, you know, to be able to do that, like get to wear them. So yeah, there's so many people in this franchise that have never gotten yeah. to wear them. That's mm -hmm. a pretty big deal. Uh, and then now this uh, this bye week here, how do you feel about the the timing of it for you guys in general, and for you how you how you plan to try to use it, and uh, what you're gonna do with the with the free time? Yeah, I think it, I think it's good for us. You know, like I mean, we probably wanted it a little later on in the season, but uh, you know, I think it gives us a like even with this win, like going into we got a good feeling, like we're going into it with confidence. So it's like I think that. We come back, you know, like we all get to sit, sit on this win, get to like em embrace it, take it all in, and now when we get back, I think like, okay, boom, 
like, let's go back to work for the for the rest of the season. This long stretch we got, you know. So I think it was, and like we got a couple people banged up too. So get them boys back healthy, and uh, you know, I think it was, it's gonna be great for us. Yeah. And how are you gonna decompress? It's a little important to uh, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. the, it's a long season. Allie's yeah. always here for the, always the, the player de- mental health. De- yeah. de- yeah. Decompression. Uh, really, I'm gonna go back home and like just spend that time with my family. You know, like that's that, that's my decompression because like you know, it's just me and my little man right now. You know, it's us two. So. I go back home, get to see my mom, get to see my daughter, get to see my dad and everybody, you know, like that always recenters me. And then it gives me like a reason, like, okay, like this is my why, this is what we're doing it for. Like I get to get to see everybody again. Now it's back to work, you know, so. That's a big deal. And you get to make sure that that football is in the place that you want it to be. I love Mm -hmm. that. All right. Well, Devin, thank you so much for joining us. This has been awesome. And congratulations again on such a a big game and and good luck the rest of this season. Thank you so much. All right. And thanks to all of you guys for joining us here on Buccaneers Total Access. We've been in the Hooters Owl's Nest brought to you by Hooters, the original wing joint since 1983. This is Buccaneers Radio.